Welcome to, or welcome back to the Flowcast. This is the podcast for information and inspiration on your journey to finding your flow. My name's RJ, and I'm joined by my co-host, Telsey. Together, we explore topics surrounding flow, as well as lead by example through our own passions and those of the guests that we interview. So let's dive right in. Hey everyone, just before we get started, big thanks as always to Flow Spa for making it possible for us to keep making this podcast. Flow Spa is Peterborough's float therapy and sports recovery center, providing float tanks, infrared sauna, contrast therapy, and the Normatec recovery system for deep relaxation and recovery and to help you find your flow. Face is just like swollen today. I had nachos last night. Oh. And they were so they're very rich. We made like we went all out. Yeah. And now I'm I like I think that's why I had trouble getting up this morning. Whenever I eat too much sodium, I'm like <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you like to the point because I know when especially certain brands or certain stores pizza when you wake up in the middle of mm-hmm. night with the dry mouth because there's so much sodium, was it that kind of... I didn't wake up in the middle of the night, but it's never my... Well, my throat was really dry this morning, which I'd imagine is from that too. But no, I just feel like like I'm biting the inside of my cheeks just by talking because they're so swollen. Okay. <laughs> and like my eyes are swollen. <laughs> like just, yeah, my face just blows up if I have too much. Hmm. I think it's just because I eat a lot anyway. In general, I don't know. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, yeah. I don't notice the, like, the bloating effect as much. I guess it, it, it's, it's nice. different. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably don't have, like, the optimal diet for, like, low, like, sodium anyway. Mm-hmm. I usually consume, yeah, a fair amount of sodium probably just because, you know, it's kind of needed for a lot of sports performance mm-hmm. aspects to have... I know some people go definitely go overboard with it, um, especially when the vertical diet by Stan Efferding was really popular. It was salt on everything oh, or like full sodium chicken stock in all of your meals and, yeah. and uh, like like an extreme amount of sodium, which I think kind of there was a lot of backlash with things like that. But we're... Uh, we're here anyway for here we are. week two of sodium our, chat as I de- de- yeah. pre- decompress my face with my cold hands. Week two of our uh, in isolation podcast yes. conversations. So here we are. <laughs> We're doing it. We're and doing uh, things. And yeah, something that's definitely on most people's minds right now, whether they're used to being those type a driven people that have this rigid agenda or pretty much anybody is really struggling with unless you've unless you're one of those self-isolating creatives that lives in your shed to do work (laughs) for five six hours a day it's a pretty new landscape to how to do work and be productive Mm -hmm. right now and i think a lot of people are struggling with motivation yeah. And so I think uh, the central topic this week is around motivation. And I think particularly something that's especially important at this point in time is accountability. Hmm. So I think that's kind of where we'll let this conversation roll today because uh, we'll talk about different accountability tips sure. because that's something that is I'd say the primary thing that's lacking right now in people's mm-hmm. routines, you know, whether they have personal trainers, coaches, just other people that they're talking to, there's a there's a real divide between the experience of online accountability yeah. and in person. And so I think kind of dialing in really specifically on what you need to kind of move the needle forward, kind of make progress depends on a lot of that stuff with how you're going to build these online accountability tips and tricks. So I think I got a lot that I can kind of pull up and we'll, we'll kind of dive into that. But yeah, the, uh, I think the number one thing with motivation right now 
is it's so easy to not stick to your normal routine. Well, yeah, right? Like, I even find coming here this morning because I've been sleeping in just till like 8, 8.30 mm-hmm. every day instead of 7. Yep. And, uh, whoa, like my body is just not here for it. <laughs> I'm like in this sluggish, sluggish swamp of like... Oh, it's crazy. And it, that was so yeah, quick, right? I know. Like, it was so quick to get out of that routine. It's been not even two weeks. Has it been two weeks exactly? Uh, not even. Not, not in like terms of days. flow spot at least. Yeah. So, um, yeah, same thing here. Um, the other night, uh, two nights ago, I, I had a hard time falling asleep. Mm. I tried a new uh, sleep track. I usually play the same thing from the Calm app for eight hours so that and oh, that's wow. like the that's, that's my my sleep track. Yeah. And I tried one from Brain.fm last night or the night before, in order to just switch it up because they're they're supposed to help you sleep deeper. I got that from Boundless. Yeah. An idea to use this track, and it was it was something. Josh and I were talking about it yesterday. It, it was something new, mm-hmm. and so my ears were kind of like in, listening listening into yeah. it too much. And so I, I didn't have a great sleep. And then I slept in till like quarter after seven, mm. which to me is it's late. late for you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then so today, getting up at my normal 5.59 to yeah. kind of have the routine ready to get to the podcast was a little bit different. I had that anxiety last night to fall asleep because, you know, oh, you have to get that. up. And then and then it's <laughs> I don't know what time it was. I try not to look at the the clock if I wake up early, but. 4.30 or 5 this morning I was up mm. kind of thinking like oh it's almost time to get up uh, I could yep. hear the birds starting to chirp and stuff actually and... I got I did the same thing I I got up at not got up but I was woken up at like I think it was 5.30 mm-hmm. and I just kind of rolled around I mean like maybe I I don't know maybe I'll just wait and then I looked at my watch and I was like nope we're going back to bed <laughs> yeah so Things are things are thrown off. Although it did feel good to get up before the sun again, um, so mm. I mean that's I think that's the key. Or it, it's the key, or you could shift your schedule for the time being, but you'd still have to be really strict on getting those eight hours or whatever you need of sleep. Yeah. So if you are going to bed an hour later and waking up an hour later. That's okay if, if maybe it feels good for you. I mm. think that's the interesting thing we can do right now is actually yeah. learn what we're forcing our bodies into versus what our yeah. bodies want as far as sleep and chronotypes. And yeah. and so that's interesting stuff for sure. Yeah. And the only advice there is to just kind of roll with it, but make sure that you have that morning routine in place. So whether you're writing down your list of things to do the night before, if that helps you fall asleep a little bit better, you know, to get it out of your head onto paper. Mm, that makes me dream about it. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> or I usually do it in the mornings too. Yeah, like I, I, I usually, unless it's something that's really driving me crazy that I need to write down. Yeah. If, you're if like, I'm stressed, I'll forget it. it. Yeah. That's different. But otherwise I, I don't usually plan out the list of things to do. The night before, mm-hmm. I spend some time in the morning yeah, doing that. I find that better too. And uh, and also, you know, there's a, there's a whole bunch of other things that you can tie into the morning routine. I think if uh, especially because we're we kind of talked on this last week too with talking about some of like the how to stay healthy tips mm-hmm. and and keep focused, but the uh, making that morning 90 minutes or so or you can even extend it up to three hours you got right time now for a slow breakfast and yeah a slow whatever yeah but don't check the news or social media during that time mm-hmm. use that to get your hardest tasks done i mean that's, that's if you have any see this is the problem i would say right now is like what's the i guess this is my logic is like what's the point of waking up hmm early if that's just going to make my day of doing nothing longer like it's you know i'm going to wake up at x o'clock yeah and i'm going to do whatever my journaling my coffee my like and then and then i sit and then what yeah right and so i like that's kind of why i'm sleeping in is because one i don't want my days to drag on and i mean two my my body is 
quite stressed and so is my brain. So mm-hmm. um been doing a little too much fitness for sure. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I'm kinda using the sleep as getting, I don't know, more recovery and it feels a little bit more loving. Yeah. But uh yeah, like what what do you how do you combat that? Like because I know you were talking about that the other day, just like you got up, you worked out, and then you were like, "Yeah, now what's what? next?" Yeah. yeah. So like, what did what went through your mind? What did you how well, deal with that? I still had a lot of things that I could have got done, mm-hmm. but I still I did have that feeling of a little bit of aimlessness, like there's no urgency to it. Yes. That's <clears> so I mean. I'm not a big fan of creating false sense of urgency. I know it's it's something that's recommended as a productivity tip or... It doesn't work for me because I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> like at the end yeah. of the day, I'm like, but it's not due then. Yeah. Like it's just not. So I think it's... Um, for me. I can't trick myself. I think something that's critical to the idea of not necessarily urgency, but getting those things done is making sure that you've broken it down into pieces Mm -hmm. that seem attainable within a few hours or within a day or whatever. I think that's where sometimes I've got this task on my list, like, you know, migrate to the new software. And it's kind of, it doesn't have that much meaning to it as, okay, what's the next step? Yeah. Like Josh Martin, what is next? Yeah, there you Uh, go. Buy his book. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You have to buy the Kindle, I guess, because Amazon Publishing is no longer shipping to Canada right now. Okay. Which is weird. That is weird. This thing, for at least for the time being. Um, so, yeah, you've got to, I think, have the tasks. Also, yeah, the, well, part of it is, it's okay to not keep your super rigid a little bit of rest right now is probably beneficial. Ex- extra rest is very beneficial. Yeah. So. Don't beat yourself up too much, but I also think that kind of going into, and we'll transition into the accountability thing, because I think that's key. I actually want to make a a vlog about that. I don't know if it'll be this week or maybe next week, now that we're talking about it on the Mm -hmm. podcast, maybe for next week. I think that's a really key thing right now that I see a lot of people struggling with, but the idea of, you know, I think especially the entrepreneurial type or type A, whoever it is, is very driven towards just that one lane mm-hmm. of, I guess, your your mission, your business, whatever you want to call that aspect. But you've also got things like relationships, family, health, yep. wellness. And I know you're crushing the, the, well, the health right now. So <laughs> that's kind of the lane that you've been steering yeah, towards really hard. Out. Yeah. Uh, but there's also things like, you know, that spiritual balance, which we have this really unique time to yes. to really dive into and and look at, is your life going in the direction that you want it to? Or yeah, exactly. is this an opportunity to change course? Um, that's been a really big theme that's been kind of coming up for me and a lot of people just kind of cleansing your life right now is... Yeah. You know, I've got friends of mine are like, I cleaned out my pantry and found stuff from Bulk Barn from like four years ago (laughs) and uh, stuff like that where it's like, it just feels good to deep clean. And and I think that, like you said, there is an opportunity to do that emotionally or spiritually or however you want to say it, just Uh to analyze, like, do I want to go back to the way that I, you know, my, my patterns of before? What are my patterns of before? And, and even even in the moment, like not even looking past or present or past or future, like looking in the moment of like what thoughts are going through your head mm-hmm. during all this, what thoughts are going through your head if you're bored or if you feel like you don't have purpose without work or things like that, because it is a really great opportunity to kind of rewire the way that you look at your life. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. Like a great opportunity to practice gratitude instead of being like, oh, I've got nothing to do. I'm so bored. Woe is me. I hate this. Like that is that negativity is so toxic on your system and it's so addictive to practice that. Yeah. That you're, you're going to start looking at everything with that lens. So it's a really cool space that we can catch ourselves being negative, flip the script and say, no, like how amazing is it that 
the whole world's on vacation right now. Yeah. Like we all get to rest. Like Mother Nature gets to kind of restore right now and not have too much pollution going on. And um, yeah, perspective. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good opportunity to change your perspective. For sure. Yeah. yeah I think I think it's it's also just a really unique time to build that habit of an awesome morning routine. Sure. If if it's not something that you're used to doing, you've got, uh, I, you know, with Chase Jarvis with Creative Calling, everybody's got this creativity in them, but you've got to build the habit of creativity. Mm-hmm. And this is a unique time where you've got, I mean, you have the whole day technically, realistically in solitude or silence, but you can definitely yeah. carve out a few hours in the morning before the world wakes up to you to do stuff that's creative or whatever, you know, everything is a creative practice, especially if you get into the flow of it. Exactly. And so you can, there's, there's a whole bunch of books, but just kind of like a rapid fire kind of morning routine kind of structure kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of things you can do, but that gratitude, and we've covered this across all the episodes. If you, Oh, yeah. You have the around. time now to go and listen to all the things we've talked about. <laughs> there you but, go. That's what you can do with your day. You know, the gratitude journaling, yep. um, including some sort of, a lot of people like to meditate in the morning. I'm not a big fan of it because I always fall back asleep if yeah, I do it in the morning. Or I have a hard time staying focused. So yep. it's something that I do more as a reset later in the day. Yeah. But meditation in the morning is something you could do. Planning out your day or seeing the tasks you have to get done or... Yep. If you don't have a lot of tasks to get done, you can kind of look at like what can you really focus on for quite a few hours in the morning and and then feel accomplished for even achieving one thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Set an intention. Cold cold showers or cold plunges in the morning is is awesome. Honestly, that's like the best way to just if you don't want to do the psychological work of flipping your script and like changing your mindset. Yeah. Have a cold shower. No, it's true. Like it's, actually, it's, it'll just snap you right into like It'll snap you into flow for sure. Yeah. It's a uh, It's great. It's actually Big one fan. of the one of the top recommended things for building more grit, so that perseverance mm-hmm. grit or the ability to be your best when you're at your worst. That's, so this is what I love about it. So I was, I forget who I was telling. I don't know. I was telling someone the other day, like when I'm feeling not great mentally, which like is happening right now in this crazy time, like I'm trying to fight it, but let's be honest, like my anxiety is real. My depression is real right now and I'm having a hard time dealing with it. So when I'm feeling these ways, usually I go ride a horse. And the reason why I go ride a horse is because, like, I just find a place I can do trail rides or something. But they are a prey animal, and so they sense all of your fear. So if I approach this horse with my anxiety and my depression, this horse is going haywire. But if I get on this horse and I'm like, okay, no, I am in charge. Like, I am strong. I can handle this. It, like, it snaps me into that flow. It snaps me into that, like okay, no, I am bigger than this and I'm resilient and I'm going to get back up and take control. And I'm finding the same energy coming through with doing cold plunges. Like it's, if I choose to be anxious in the cold tank, my vision starts to black out and I start to shiver like crazy. (laughs) Like I go down. And if I actually just, you know, buck up and say, no, like we got this. I'm like choosing to be calm. I'm choosing my breath. Then all of a sudden, I'm like in flow and I'm realizing like I'm bigger than all these like little thoughts going on in my head. Yeah. So that like I'm probably the best little at least for me, I'm really passionate about it right now. Like the best little piece of advice to take from this whole episode maybe is just have like a two minute cold shower and feel your body transitioning. Like it's so fun to feel your body just be like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is just how it is and we're going to have to accept it. Like instead of fighting it, yeah, it's a really cool metaphor to me. Yeah, I think it's also it's it's definitely empowering when yeah. you've gone a few weeks and you can start to snap into that even quicker. Yes, I'm sure. It's really something that I, I, that's why I wrote about it in my mindset challenges mm. ebook. It's yeah. one of the things that can build this grit or this unbeatable mind for sure. It's so, and and it's so accessible. Yeah. And and it's, it is, it's accessible. 
it's not as hard like the workout kind of example of something to do something really hard to build up grit or resilience yeah it it's not everybody's cup of tea yeah. and sometimes and sometimes it's too challenging for people to really do like a gritty workout yeah but yeah, the, the cold yeah the cold takes no more than 90 seconds to two minutes yeah the water coming out of our taps is still pretty good it's 42 or 43 degrees so like that's it's, pretty cold oh it's it's yeah. much colder than tony robbins does so you can feel accomplished with that. <laughs> take that <Tony. laughs> if, if nothing else <laughs> well it's, it's colder than what i do in the tank here yeah but it be, i guess the showering's different because you don't have like it's a little bit different yeah but it's still cold oh yeah yeah it, it still builds you up to be capable of handling the cold of the yeah. like a full body immersion for sure um so yeah that's uh those are some cool tips yeah. for for kind of turbocharging your your routine right now. Yep. See what things stick that you might want to incorporate and utilize for for life essentially. For, yeah. Um, Those are pretty practical kind of things. Build up your your ability to get into like an optimal state of performance for sure. And uh, and then the big thing with accountability is is huge for a lot of people. Um, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast, this book that I read a couple of years ago by Gretchen Rubin called The Four Tendencies. Okay. But I, I think we've talked about it for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if it's been on here or not. It's, it's an interesting concept that um, I think still holds some, some merit. It's not scientifically validated psychology. It's more like that pop psychology, but right. it's still cool stuff. Gretchen talks about people falling under the category of four different sort of types there's the and i'm i don't know if i can recall them all exactly there's like the obliger the um the achiever the rebel and and something else but essentially there are people that can accomplish things on their own mm -hmm. as well as accomplish things for others on their own. Right. There are people that have a hard time doing things on their own, but if somebody else tells them, which I believe that's like the obliger type, okay. which is what most people fall under, if somebody else tells them, so they've got an external source of accountability, right. they have no problem. Then you're good. The rebels resist both internal and external drives, so they're kind of the hardest category of people. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, uh, whatever it is, is probably, uh, oh, the questioner. So mm. people have to know the why before they'll do it. I see. So those are kind of like the four. I'm trying to place myself in there. I don't know where I fit. You probably fall more under that, um, whatever it's called, the achiever or whatever it I'm is. I'm definitely a self-starter, but I'm also a questioner. Yeah. <laughs> most most people i think that's what her she there's a questionnaire or whatever so she kind of yeah. congregates all this information and has identified that most people that think that they're i think of the upholder yeah most people that are upholders also are very much overlapped with the questioner so mm. it's hard to say who is okay who is who in a lot of times interesting um the the obliger is a little bit more clear and then the rebel is straight up very clear on who yeah. like a rebel is um neat yeah but it, it seems to hold quite a bit of merit and it's a way it's a cool book there's strategies on what each type of tendency needs for cool. for accomplishing things but i still think that uh because because the obliger is the largest category and also everybody to some extent also relishes the 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 lack of needing to create the routine for themselves or whatever. So mm. if you've got accountability partners in this time of, of social distancing, you're going to have a better chance of accomplishing whatever it yeah. is. Maybe it is. So we talked about how we've got this time to reflect and stuff. Yeah. I think a cool challenge right now is block off two to three hours one morning in the next week and mm -hmm. spend that time writing through the different categories of your life. There's, sure. as, as we mentioned, I think, you know, there is different people have different categories, but essentially things like health, wellness, yep. finance, career yeah, exactly. slash business, family, uh, family relationships, yep. spiritual, that's seven. I'm sure if you can come up with a couple more or whatever. Totally. But go through each of those things and write down 
talk just journal like free long form journal about mm. where you're at right now like where you've come from and where you want to go in the next one year three years five years ten years yeah you got time to like draw yourself and, and a roadmap yeah ro- draw draw yourself a bit of a roadmap on yeah where you're going just see if you're in the right direction right now or if you need to course correct and start building some new habits or new routines or, or new plants really getting out of my business right now <laughs> um sorry <laughs> it's okay yeah yeah the plants and the ducks are there's are a lot guests. of are the ducks back <laughs> no no they're they're not but we we almost had a special guest on today the duck <laughs> was like right next to my car thinking of coming in i think nice. but yeah so that's something that you can do and and have an accountability buddy or a few sure. that are go- you're going to mutual or you know join in this challenge together of doing mm-hmm. something like that to get started and then afterwards if you feel like sharing reflect on like mm-hmm. what how you're feeling about everything and and then create a bit of a plan on what you're going to work on right now yeah like it doesn't have to be money related if that's kind of the thing that everybody's got this like fear and yeah. doubt around right now so <laughs> Make so, it make it on building better relationships or connecting yeah. with family members that you haven't connected what with in a while. What about everything else? Yeah, exactly. Everything else that yeah. that is kind of crucial to our well being right now. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, what was I gonna say? I think something that I'm wondering, and I don't know that I have an answer for yet, but kind of mindset, like how can we? Let's say I'm just thinking of, you know, the the smaller voice in my head sometimes if I've got if I'm going through some some reframing of the way that I look at life and I realize that I'm not doing something the way that I want. Sometimes I can trigger a crisis in me where I'm just like, "Whoa, is me like, you know, I've messed it all up and like how am I going to get through this?" So, I think that the challenge right now is that we all have a lot of time to be in our heads. Mm-hmm. And ch- you have a lot of time to worry or you have a lot of time to grow. And what I'm wondering is how, you know, besides a cold shower, like how do you switch that mindset if you're kind of going through your life values? How do you switch it from, oh, shit, that's not looking good. Like, woe is me. Like how do you use this time when we don't have a lot of resources to be positive? Like that is – I think that's the challenge right now. Um, for myself and I like I know for a lot of people in my circle yeah for a lot of so people. like what do you like how do you switch from fixed to growth can you do that and just like a flip of a switch I don't know like I know that this stuff is all about practice and it's all you know I don't know do you have any advice on that or are you kind of so switching from fixed to growth mindset or getting out of your own way with mm-hmm. just kind of going down the 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 track of worrying and instead looking at what opportunities are here instead of the fear of failure for one thing uh even even as you were saying earlier with the idea that we've got all this extra time and Mm -hmm. it's like well i should sleep longer to kind of fill up some of that time because we're forced to stay home there's not as much stuff Mm -hmm. to do one of the coolest things I guess if there if there is a, one of the silver linings right now is that all of these I think the industry's shift they used to be called thought leaders or mm, influencers yeah, yeah. is the term that's right. common now are sharing all their content for free. Very true. And so I've I've literally watched <laughs> oh um probably like 15 to 20 hours of online courses oh, in the wow. past week. Cool. Because you can. a lot of them are being shared. So there's, and there's stuff, you know, also because we're working on an online course and like yep. something that I like to do is my research on what other people are saying in the same field yep. or similar fields, complementary, seeing how they're putting the content together. So I'm actively thinking of how we would build such a thing mm-hmm. or something similar. Cool. And so it's, there is the active engagement of that part, but especially in terms of the mindset thing one of the coolest ones it's 100 
15 minutes or something. Okay. Oh, sorry. Or an hour and 15 minutes. So like 75 to 80 minutes. Tom Bilyeu shared this Mindset 101. Sweet. Yeah, that's right. Which is really cool. It's um, it, it's pretty much covers the whole fixed versus growth mindset thing. Cool. And if you like Tom Bilyeu, you'll dig this content. Um, it, it all stems from from Mindset by Carol Dweck, okay. which is kind of the formative book on this whole topic Sweet. of fixed versus growth mindset. And just briefly, if you don't know what that means. Right, we should probably say that. <laughs> we, we've definitely talked about it several times, but might yeah. as well go back to it because I think a lot of people are stuck in a fixed mindset way right now. And mm -hmm. it is something that kind of ebbs and flows from one to the other, depending on whole bunch of different things sure. but especially like how confident you feel due to external and internal circumstances yeah and uh and so a fixed mindset is basically you attribute internal causes to your failures or lack of success etc so yeah you think like oh i'm only this smart that's why i didn't do well on the test but if you the other side of the coin something once you know it really opens up the opportunity just like how the whole concept of like once you know flow it becomes that much flow begets flow yeah but also the growth mindset knowing that it's possible and it's not just something that's a learned trait or a, a um, inherited like yeah. from birth trait but it's something that you can learn and develop is the idea that there's always an opportunity to grow from failures or setbacks, yeah. adversity, or even things that you did successfully. Yeah, You've, everything. Kind of the the term or the thing that I like is sort of the always be learning. Mm -hmm. And so if you're always learning, you're then always growing. you're always growing. Yeah. And that's what, you know, and so you can always make progress even if it's through failure. Yeah. And so, Tom, I think it's, I don't know if it's still available. Um, it's worth looking into. I, I know he did say it was it, only available for 48, 48 hours. 48 hours, but, but it may still be accessible yeah. during this time. Even his podcast in general is yeah. full of really good tips. I think yeah. there's actually and, I mean, one on that, just how I, to get out of fixed mindset. Yeah, he's obsessed. That's like his favorite topic he loves it. for sure. Yeah. So you'll definitely be able to find stuff around it. Um if if online courses is your thing, it may be even worth purchasing at this point. No, yeah, I don't yeah, know no. how much that one costs. But I know he's pretty good. Um, his podcast is called Impact Theory, if, yeah. if anyone wants to look it up. But he usually is pretty good at um, helping people out, too. Like, if you're financially stuck right now, he always says, like, let us know and we'll give it to you for free. Like, he doesn't want money to be an issue. So if... Yeah. You know, this is something that you're really burning for. I'm sure you could reach out to his team and yeah, I think that's why he offered that. it for free exactly. right now. And then another, if you really need to dive into more wellness stuff too, there's a couple. Um, I, I it's almost done, but you still have a few days to get on in on it. I think is Brendan Burchard mm -hmm. shared his uh cool. his wellness masterclass, which is ten days of content. Cool. Um, and then also Creative Live. So Chase Jarvis once again. He's got one of the largest online learning platforms. And uh, in addition, they always do a free free um, live stream, basically 24 hours a day oh, cool. through the different categories. So Creative Live, you know, it's there's stuff about like money and finance or business stuff, but it's a lot of creativity stuff. So photography, uh, the post-processing of photos and video, um, like fashion, creative See? stuff. So there's always something, and I just finished watching one that I probably will purchase on the the, the flow of creativity by Stephen Kotler. See, because Stephen's kind of the he he def, he is the the number one researcher in flow in the world right now. He's passed Mihai oh. Csikszentmihalyi oh, yeah. as far as the volume of content that they they've cool. the flow um, the flow genome project as it's called. He wrote the books Stealing Fire and Rise of Superman, which are both awesome books about flow and stuff like that but his was really awesome i really enjoyed watching that in the last day um sweet and so that one is like one of the ones that's just streaming so it's done at noon today so you'll have to like 
pick it up if you do want to watch it at a later time. But the there's, wellness oh, there's ones, all kinds of there's things, a yeah. there's a 15 hour Ben Greenfield wellness course that's free you right got now. Time. <laughs> to, you can watch the whole thing whenever you want. It's on that's demand cool. for free. That's great. Tim Ferriss has um, a wellness course right now on cool. there. Um, those are the two that stood out to me. There's a couple. Well, and those others. are some powerhouses. Like yeah. you're, you're gonna get some information. At it. Like I don't care who you are. Listen to Ben Greenfield or Tim Ferriss, and you're gonna learn something. Yeah, spend. Th- yeah. That's that's a full week. Spend three hours a day for sure. a full week. You've got two weeks there that you can easily feel accomplished each day if you watch yeah. a couple hours worth of those content instead of just watching. You know, no offense, other people's live streams that are kind of random or not yeah. accomplishing much the workout live streams are sick right now like there's so much good stuff, stuff yeah. that stuff is so valuable and um even like like nick Koo is offering he made out and you guys should all go follow him the Koo collective on instagram he um he made up a at-home workout and like i mean i look up to him a lot i think he's like top shelf in terms of trainers around here and he uh He's an Olympic lifter, and so he is used to throwing weight around like crazy, and he's having to find ways to move and use his body yeah. without that. And he's getting quite creative, and he's offering – like he's filming through his story the, the actual workouts, um, but he's very willing to share this free program with anyone. So like that's cool Yeah, if you're someone who's a little bit more on the like high-performance side of fitness or you want to get into that or even just opening your body up like that's available yeah and we're doing pilates like there's so much going on um i'm gonna do an animal flow class i decided i've got a lot of response for that so awesome um it's a it's a cool opportunity to explore so yeah those those live streams and those those community kind of feeling things definitely is one of those pieces of the accountability puzzle right now yeah is is actually in, uh, engage or you know yeah contact the person that's running it and yeah thank them for it kind of like start make yourself known so that there's accountability there i would you also know? i wanted to say it, it goes both ways too because yeah. then the person that's filming those is going to feel validated yes because there's a lot of work and that. because there's <laughs> There's a lot, there is a lot of doubt and Mm -hmm. fear and stuff. I know, I have a feeling that we're going to see a drop in how many live streams and things there are if people aren't The mojo's getting lost, you know? Like, I I definitely want to say on the accountability note and then on the fitness note, like, if you are used to having a coach in your life, a personal trainer, an instructor, reach out to them. Yeah. Like, just as one myself, I... I've had a couple of my clients reach out to me just for advice on what to do. And like, I'm not here just to take your money. I'm here to be your coach and I'm here to be, you know, your person. So the fact that I've got clients reaching out to me and asking questions on what they can do for these certain things, like that keeps me going Mm -hmm. a lot. And so like, do that to your coach or reach out to the people that you are taking classes from and thank them. Because at the end of the day, a live stream is super lonely for at least me as an instructor because I'm just talking at a computer and hoping it's reaching someone but I don't yeah. know I don't know if the internet's choppy I don't you know so it's yeah. Uh, yeah. it's definitely I'm not usually someone who needs a lot of external validation but at a time like just because I've got a lot of room to doubt myself I at a time like this absolutely it means a lot to me when that community comes together and just says like, that was great. Or I really enjoyed that or letting me know if the internet's choppy or, mm-hmm. you know, like there, and there is an opportunity for community through all of this, which I think is cool. Yeah. So yeah, sure. lots of work at live streams. Your coach wants to help you. <laughs> so reach out to them. Like it helps us fill space. And then something else I was going to say with the, with the workouts and even the courses and like I know Wim Hof is doing a bunch of stuff and um on his Instagram it for me gives me something to schedule and as a type a like need to have a full day kind of person like I plan my whole day around I'm like okay I get to do like Becky's workout at 7 30 p.m so here's when I'm gonna do my dog walk and like it just it really does fulfill that need for me of just okay I'm scheduling my day around this figuring that out so that I'm not just wasting time and like oh I guess if I get to it I get to it that's so yeah that's why I like all these these live streams and 
courses that are going on yeah. too. Yeah, it's because great. It, it puts some something on your, yeah, it puts some structure on your calendar yeah. for things that, you know, you have to get the rest of your work done if you do have work to get yeah. done so that you can tune into exactly. the live stream that's happening at 7 p.m. Exactly. or 1 p.m. or 2, whatever yeah, it is. you get to plan around it, which is like, it lights me up a little bit. Yeah. But something you said at the start, I think I just like it needs to be echoed because I think it's kind of the key in all of this is... I don't even know if you caught yourself saying it, but um, you're talking about task lists and having meaning attached to it. And I think, at least for myself, and I hope that this speaks for a community, if I don't have meaning attached to a task, I'm like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. So if I'm just filling my schedule with this stuff for sake of doing stuff, like I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, I guess I'll just deep clean my closet because I can. But I don't have like there's I'm just doing it to fill time. Then that's when I get this like, what the hell am I doing? You know, I get that I get down on myself and bored and like, but if I can attach meaning to it, if I can, you know, I'm joining in on these live workouts or I'm teaching these live workouts because the people need it or I need community. Yeah. Then there's meaning behind it. And then I want to do it like I prioritize it. So I know that a lot of us attach our identity to our job. I do. I'm sure you do as well. Like this is a big part of our lives. And if you're not working your job right now, it sometimes can be like, well, what's the point of doing this personal development course? It's not going to like, what am I going to do with it later? Right. But if you can find some meaning in, you know, these courses, these live streams, cleaning out your closet, deep cleaning your mental space, like, that's if you can kind of think like this is really going to put me forward going back into like when the world you know the fire gets put out <laughs> um that's where at least I find motivation and drive that's where I find like okay let's let's do it let's this matters uh, yeah and I think that's where uh also where you can really benefit once again from accountability yes is having whether it's a whether it's a group or even your if you do have a person that you consider your coach or mm. mentor you know reach out to them even if you have to take the proactive step and they're not assigning you tasks because maybe you know that tends to be a thing where the world's functioning normally you're paying them normally yeah. or whatever then you're getting the tasks assigned maybe that's not the case maybe it still is which is awesome that's yeah. probably you'd be blessed that you're in such a situation yes but if not reach out and say hey i need to clean my closet yeah. and then then you've got that accountability with yeah. somebody who is going to want to check in with you like did you achieve that or it doesn't have to be a coach mentor etc create that group for yourself with your close friends sure that that you know will will hold you up to it yeah you know what i find a great accountability tool and it's really simple and kind of silly is um setting an alarm on my phone mm. like if i if i don't get it done by the time that alarm goes off i'm like shit <laughs> <laughs> it's because I like making games for myself that oh, yeah. way. Like I'm kind of competitive just with myself and I'll, I'll be like, okay, this has to be done before 7.30 tonight. And not just like saying that, but having my phone, like the, the things are counting down yeah. and I'm like, woo, <laughs> I can get into my own little fun state. So cool. if that helps people, I don't know. But otherwise, yeah, like we're in, it's 2020. Like you, we all have technology. Reach out to your friends. Like, yeah. I've been Skyping a friend every night and that's been really lovely just to connect and like share in how this is affecting each one of us and feel validated in your own feelings and, you know, getting ideas on like, what are you doing all day <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. Like it's, you've, you've got the, you can reach out, you can find your community. You, you have your community. Don't forget that. Yep. And, uh, I think something I was saying to Jess, uh, Daladay, she interviewed me on Pilates On Demand live a couple days back, um, was just like, at the end of the day, we all have this human need to belong. Like, yeah, in the hierarchy of human needs, food, shelter, water, like all that stuff is important. But to keep ourselves mentally healthy, we need to have a community. Like we, we need to belong to something. So right now, I think it's a good time to dive deep and see 
where your community is, how you can stay connected with them and fulfill that need. Like it's just like eating when you're hungry. It's having your community, having that need to belong is the same thing. So remember that that's important. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of trailed off our topic, but no, it's uh, it's great. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important right now. And then just, just another thought with this accountability thing, because I'm sure some people, are nervous or hesitant to reach out to the people that they know about with fear of being judged or Mm -hmm. anything like that, which goes back into the growth mindset. And there is opportunity there to grow. Uh, It may take time and it doesn't just happen overnight. You don't go from being afraid of judgment to not in just one blink of the eye. So if another idea is there are other communities external to your own, that you can join in for accountability. I know sure. one of the apps that's really popular in this kind of field, I believe, is Stick with two Ks. Okay. So I think it's either S T I K K or S T I C K K. I will either way. I'll link the, okay. the website or the app. I don't know that one in the in the the summary of the podcast. But it's um, it's or Coach.me is another one. Okay. And both of those are accountability apps so you know there's you set a goal you've got these circles you've got to like check off each week or whatever time frame and there's also you can join in communities that may be involved in the same thing so maybe it's the exercising five days a week and there's a community built around it just to say you did it and so you join that community each week you're going to have those bubbles to fill out Mm -hmm. and then a chat box on what you're like if you're struggling you can just drop a comment and there's usually there's free ones and there's also premium that you pay for. Okay. But there are like coaches that moderate even the free groups and help encourage you Sweet. to to accomplish those goals or you can read what there other people are struggling with. Easy peasy. So that's like a, a very easy way to get a community already built around your goal mm-hmm. if you're hesitant or worried about building up such a community of accountability partners in your own in your own group of friends. Or maybe they're super busy still or something and you feel left out. And so, yeah, yeah that I th- coach.me is the one I think I would recommend. Cool. Sticks another one. but There's also, I've not tried it myself, but I've heard really positive reviews, which is, I, I'm surprised by it, is um, betterhelp.ca or .com. Okay. It's online therapy, mm. which I think is really, like, it's it's inexpensive in terms of therapy. Like, it's, you know, you're not paying... $200 a session or whatever like it's usually about 50 bucks a session um but if you're needing something like a mental health resource right now like one I know like my therapist is going like we're, we're skyping and doing the same thing but uh it's also yeah you can go online and get some help that way cool and have your own coach and I don't know I don't know the process but it's worth looking into I know I think both Tom Billy and jo- Joe Rogan talk about it a lot like they like it and they is it is that the one or yeah. i know that i've i've seen these ads on instagram for talk space okay michael no, phelps is like one. sitting in a chair in the middle of a oh, neat a concrete plaza <laughs> very <laughs> that's weird yeah but uh but no i, well, I know for sure Tom it's Billy called does space. better help okay yeah cool. yeah he talks about that which is uh Oh, there's a lot of good resources and I think it's it's time to celebrate yeah. what's been established already online like I know there's a lot of frivolous not frivolous but like people are frantically transitioning their own businesses online yeah. all of a sudden and like yeah. that I'm like eh. <laughs> be careful with it because yep. you know no one's really like not to bash people but it, it's nice to have some groundedness and some foundation in the ones that are already established because this is what they're preparing for. You know, this is what they're ready for the whole time. So, Yeah, or, I mean, also not to downplay that because obviously a lot of people envision how they can transition or how they can incorporate a revenue stream of online something into their business. And maybe now is just the time that they can actually spend on focusing on that. So if you're in that position, don't feel like down or whatever. I think Mm -hmm. at least Peterborough as a community is really giving kudos to pulse physiotherapy right now because they they planned the last couple of months to start doing like telehealth physiotherapy. Yes. And this was the opportunity they had to 
it was a little bit of an accelerated curve to launch, but they uh, they've jumped into yeah. offering online physio Skype consultations or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's not like it was something they winged. It was something that was no, they're like planning for a couple of months, almost intuitively prepared for yeah, you know these times, which is great. Yeah, yeah. and they're working really hard over there. They're yeah, they're there every day doing their thing and. Yep. Um, they post workouts every day too of things you could do with minimal equipment at home and like they're giving yeah they're giving a lot of resources which yeah, is cool for sure yeah so I think that was a lot of resources as well today. I think so yeah you might have to pause and write a bunch of things down but that'll give you something to do in your morning routine yeah if you're listening to this I'll, I'll include I mean the, the, the show notes usually are pretty detailed yeah. on the different things to implement anyway so read through those i think yeah and at the end of the day this whole theme has basically been you know there is something out there for you there's something out there you can do you are not hopeless like life is going to go on and this is a great opportunity to make your life better yeah so yeah. rah rah <laughs> go have a cold shower uh, yeah <laughs> that's or or keep listening to this while having a cold shower if you've got water. <laughs> just like a fifty five minute Bluetooth cold shower. Or yeah. Or even just for Provided a few minutes, you don't pay for water. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I think that's all we have for this episode. That's, yeah. Yeah. Good luck with your isolation guys and we will uh we'll be back in a week. Who knows what life will look like then. Yeah. But we're here for you. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. Thanks, as always, for listening, and we will talk to you again next time. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Flowcast. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube for the video version and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to connect the podcast to those who will find value in it. Hit the share button and send this episode to a friend or two. And a big thanks as always to Flow Spa for making it possible for us to keep making this podcast. Flow Spa is Peterborough's float therapy and sports recovery center, dedicated to providing the ultimate relaxation experience. Whether you need physical relief from pain or a deep state of mental relaxation and calm, or even the best sports recovery methods, to help you recover from your training, Flow Spa is where you can find your flow.